Coming out today. Welcome to episode three of Bring Out Your Dead. I'm Damien, and I'm here with my lovely co-host and partner in phantom finagling, Tiana. You're okay. We're gonna need a dictionary and show notes because <laughs> I don't know what that means. Phantom finagling. Finagling. Phantom finagling. Okay, I'm gonna roll with it. On this episode, we are going to visit a couple of ghostly treasures of Central Florida. That is, if you're willing to take a little detour from your family vacation. Uh, As it turns out, you don't have to go to a theme park to see a headless horseman. Ah, That's true. Just down the road. That's right. Uh, We'll start with our uh, review of our ghost walk in Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, Then we'll um, share a couple of Central Florida ghost stories. And then we'll polish it off with one of our, uh, oh, one of the top 10 most haunted restaurants in Florida. Ah, in the big, big state of Florida. <laughs> in the, it is a massive peninsula. It's okay. massive. So pour yourself a spirit, because we certainly have, and let's see what Central Florida has to offer in the world of the para-creepy. So for this ghost tour, we went on what's called the Kissimmee Ghost Tour, led by uh, one of the co-owners, a husband and wife team. Her name was Ashley. I like going on these when the the ghost tour is that it's the actual owners of the business because they they seem more, they're just invested more. I really like it. They're totally into it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, heart and soul, these guys are into it. So yeah, so um, Ashley was uh, uh, nice right from the get-go. We actually spent some time with Ashley underneath the, um, what was was the building? The porch of a senator? Yeah, it was a senator's porch that had been refurbished uh, meeting place there in Kissimmee, Florida. Wasn't that like the oldest house in Kissimmee? Yeah. I think and then they restored it. Yeah. It millions of dollars to restore it. It was seven. She said that it was seven million dollars to restore that house. That was yeah. But it was gorgeous inside. We were peeking through yeah, like was, some, um, you know. It was right toms. across the street from the uh, the Osceola uh, Courthouse, which yeah. is actually where the whole thing began. But yeah. Ashley, Ashley was very sweet, very funny lady, right, personable right from the beginning. Uh, we had to wait with her in the rain while um, other folks uh, showed up. Um, so right from the get-go, I liked her. I mean, and another small tour, which I loved. There were three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, including us, seven people, and uh, we had one group that were they were very funny. Um, they oh, laughed the, with the, us the whole time. The out of towners, yeah, yeah, the yeah. out of towners. They were from uh, Virginia. Yeah, they were on vacation and took a ghost tour through Kissimmee, it which I love. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah, so that was very very cool. Um, so a couple things about the ghost tour. So let's just talk, we'll do a quick review of that. Um, so I liked that it started off with probably, um, probably the, the single most, uh, um, iconic spot within, uh, old town Kissimmee, which was the Osceola courthouse, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. it is the oldest courthouse in Florida. Uh, I'm sorry, oldest, uh, um, Still operating courthouse. Yes, in still operating. That's the key word. And to be operating, you have to have a trial there once a year. Right. Um, but they hold them more than once a year. It's almost monthly, um, and they do civil trials. So it was divorces, a civil trial. custody cases, that kind of thing. Um, so 
or you could report there as a juror for some of some of the cases that may overflow. Yeah, you just did some jury duty too. I did. I liked it. They didn't let you in. Uh, um, so I'm too opinionated. What was interesting about the Osceola uh, courthouse is the last hanging in Osceola County uh, was performed there back yeah. in 1912. Um, Osceola, by the way, is the name of the, um, Native American that we were talking about in the, uh, eulogy. So yep. a little, uh, so it's, it's kind of all come together, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Uh, that name, uh, prevails through history, but, um, but yeah, it was the last hanging in Osceola County it took place in 1912, as I mentioned. Uh, it was a man by the name of Eddie Broom and Eddie Broom was a, uh, uh an African American, uh, that um, uh, shot another guy in self-defense. And it was one of those short trials. It's probably too short. And it was a situation where um, Eddie Broom was going for the appeal and they were trying to find the witnesses, but he they could stand, not find He him. didn't stand a chance at that time in the South. Uh, it just right, didn't, right. It wasn't so, great. So Eddie, Eddie Broom uh, mm-hmm. was hung, uh, like I said, in 1912. There's actually, uh, if you Google it, you can find some pictures out there of um, Eddie You can. Broom. She showed us. Ashley showed us. She showed us a couple of pictures of um, right before and right after. Right. So, right. so it's very interesting. Um, and I'm not going to tell you the ghost stories, but if you think that um, it, with a place like Osceola County Courthouse that had gallows right in front of it, where yeah. Eddie Broom and hundreds of others were were hung over uh over over the you know I don't oh know. it's terrible oh yeah i mean terrible uh, there's even a tree i mean i so, guess it was over like several decades of hangings. yeah I mean. and the most interesting part about the hangings i thought was they were usually done the same day or the next day so <laughs> there are there's yeah, no yeah. appealing um, well there was an appeal <laughs> <laughs> There was an appeal. There was a begging for your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you were uh, convicted on a Friday or Saturday, which I don't know if Saturday court thing was a thing, but they took Sundays off from killing because they had to go to church. That's right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you could get convicted on a Friday, still get hung on a Saturday, hang people. but you couldn't get hung on a Sunday. That's right. So <laughs> I don't know if that's worse or better, knowing that you're just going to get hung on Monday morning when everybody's hungover from there after church activities yeah so um so anyway yeah so that was interesting but oh oh, one more thing we need to tell everybody that we will not be telling you the actual ghost story that ashley shared or any other ghost tour share because we don't want to take that away from the tour so we will uh Tell you a couple of stories that are kind of out there. Uh, we don't want to tell yeah, you any hidden stories. stories that, you know, hidden stories that she knows that we don't want to give that away. So uh, we did tell this. It's a very popular story, but um, very interesting that that's where we started. So well, we yeah. liked that. Uh, absolutely right. So so overall, I, I enjoyed the tour. I thought Ashley. Um, so so l- l- let me put it this way. So Ashley's like a native there. And she had some insights into the local town history that I just like. Where would you can't even find that kind of? It's not like it's found in a book somewhere, unless she, probably Ashley wrote it. But it's like a couple of generations. Um, she's a couple of generations deep in Kissimmee, Florida, uh, family-wise, and and St. Cloud and that whole Osceola right. County thing. So those, uh, she has a perspective, I guess that that uh, you wouldn't normally get, and I, I really enjoyed that. 
Um, I won't give away again, um, as Tiana said, any any of the, um, I guess I don't know the shock moments of, of the tour. Right. But I gotta tell you though, if you go on this tour, all I gotta say is the park. Yes. The that park. That was a great one. <laughs> I I was I was good to go. I was I was you know I was enjoying the history. I was you know kind of doing my thing. But it was the park that got me. The park was good. That so, was a nice touch. And I was like, bravo, bravo, bravo. Right, right, right. So I'm actually, I'm, I'm you can probably hear me uh, thumbing through my, my notes here. So really, we got um, we got three categories, Tiana, and we're already way past our, our time on, on the okay, review. Okay, so let's rate. Let's rate this ghost tour. All right. So history. History. Um, I thought she did a great job. She knew buildings. She knew um, who had lived in them, what the um, history of the, you know, related the ghost to it. That was awesome. The monuments. The monuments. I won't get into the, details that because that, cool. that's part of the ghost tour, but the monuments were fantastic. Her, and there were nice surprises. Yes. Um, she's a great storyteller. Um, so... It, yep. it was it was good. Which leads into entertainment. I was entertained. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, we didn't give the bells. We didn't give her any we, bells. No, no, we give oh. bells at the end. I don't know. I forget the format. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, entertainment. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm moving on. Okay, yeah, you it, might want to. No, uh, entertainment. Um, You know what? I, I, I think personality does a part of entertainment. Mm-hmm. I think she had a great personality. I enjoyed it. Um. You know, when we were talking about the uh, the sheriff in St. Augustine, mm-hmm. one of the things that he did really well was, and I don't, you know, I'm not going to go back to that tour too much, but one of the things he did really well was fill the down moments. Yes, down, yeah, fill the space. Uh, there was a there was a little more space in this one, a lot, a lot more walking, but I also think that's because in St. Augustine, every corner has a, a story. couple hundred years of history. Yeah. Um, In Ashley's defense, she would tell us, hey, it's going to be a longer walk. So if you have any questions, jump up here and ask me. um, Or if you need me to stop and ask, you know, answer something. That's totally fair. Um, Yes. You know, I I liked that. And we walked close to her for the the front of the tour. And we were able to talk to her while we were walking uh, down the street. Yeah, yeah, we were like the teacher's With the the whistling janitor. Uh, creepy, <laughs> that was the hilarious. Creepy whistling janitor. So yeah. she tells us the story. I gotta tell this part because it has nothing to do with her tour. But um, we're walking down the street. She tells us this great ghost story, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we hear whistling, and it's almost like all other sounds stopped. And then there was just this, like, slow. Oh, it was like after a rain weird. shower, so no one was outside. <laughs> I mean, we had just started the tour. We're by the courthouse, and the whistling started. And I have to tell you, I immediately went to Damien's hand and started looking around, like, uh, what, what is that? Um, and it happened to be just a man that worked at the courthouse. Um, he was one of the janitors, just whistling while he walked down the street, but... It gave us. We we applauded her great timing of her. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I think I think Ashley made the comment like maybe I should be paying this guy. To do I that think all she time. should because it was it was hilarious. But it got it got us all because we were all just kind of looking around like where unnerving. is that coming from? We also got um, a couple of little scares. We'll put that in entertainment, but. Um, they have well, a, yeah. Go get into the creep factor. I mean, so oh, I, I'm I still entertained. in entertainment. Oh, we okay. had the um. We were near the the Lakeside Park. I, I don't know, Riverside Park. I can't remember. 
because they have like this nice area that you can walk through in Kissimmee next to Old Town and it has lightning sirens. So every time it detected lightning, which is constant here, um, it would sound and we would be in the middle of a story or right at the end and everybody would jump when the sound started because it sounds like a a car just laying on the horn. So we were... Yeah, um, around the entire time. We were cracking up because it's the first time that any of us in the tour had heard such a thing. So that's right. That's right. It was fun. Uh, no, I, I, I was entertained. Like I said, I... I um, especially... Uh, oh, I, I'm trying to think of how to say it without giving anything away. There is a... Um, I'll bleep you if you do. Oh, all right, all right, fine. Listen, I was entertained. Beep! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really? feel good about that one i feel great <laughs> so I, I i i was entertained i um again it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the sheriff but i think given what we what, what we had compare them. they're two different beasts. yeah i can absolutely compare them that's what a review is oh my god by the end of this will we compare in 300 people all right fine move on to the okay. creep factor uh i was not creeped out i, I okay i that special place, I was creeped out. Just say it, the park. The park. I was, I was okay the, the entire time. I enjoyed uh, it. To me, it, it felt like a nice stroll in the evening. Mm-hmm. It wasn't crowded. We didn't have anything like um, loud and crazy like we did at St. Augustine. Uh, so it was a much more, um, it, was a, it was a lower key yeah, walk, I which it. I enjoyed. I, I, I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. So, but okay, but that wasn't, cre- but that's not creepy, right? Mm-hmm. The only time I got creepy is when we got to the park. And I and I can tell you that was surprisingly creepy. Yeah, um, that was surprisingly creepy because I thought any second we were going to see something. I felt it. Like I oh, felt like any it was, second we were going to see something. You, um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the creep factor, right? Like you're yeah. anticipating something and I felt <laughs> anticipation. I think it's the way she presents it. Well, then there you go, like, right? She did a great job on that because I was like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It took me back because I I wasn't expecting what she said. So I, I I don't know. Let's give it a quick rating. Okay. Um, I'll do mine first since you did your last time. Um, I'm gonna give it three, three bells for history. No, I'm giving no. We're just doing a bell rating. I, I swear to God, it's like it's like you don't even I told know what you we I do. I forgot the format. I'm giving it a three bells and it's, it's three. So I, I would do the three and a half again, but again, we're not doing half abs. bells. I still have no these. Um, three bells, but three very good bells. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I, I liked Ashley a lot. I liked the, uh, the, the, te- um, I guess the history that she shared again, the creep factor wasn't there until the very end. Um, it was a lot of walking in between, right. you know, which was nice. Um, but I got to tell you, I mean, Kissimmee, Florida, like I would have never in a million years. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I should give her four. I don't know. I, I feel. Well, you gave the overall score, but then we didn't break it down. So I don't know what I would give her. So like in our history, I'd give her a four. Bells, entertainment, probably three bells, Crete factor. What did I give the sheriff? I don't know. Three. It's not my job to remember what, what we gave. Oh, you share. remember the format, but you can't remember what I gave. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to create factor. I'm going to go with three because I was actually a little scared on that one. So, yeah, I guess I'd stick with the three overall. Three bells. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, ding, I'm, ding, a, ding. I'm in a three. Yeah. Situation. Okay. All right. 
So that's it. So thank you to the Kissimmee Tours for a fun night. Oh, and... oh, 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 yeah. I'm glad you said that. Okay, so if you want to go see Ashley or uh, any of the other tour guides she has, it's the Kissimmee Ghost Tour, and it can be found at hauntedkissimmee.com. Tiana is currently chewing on an oatmeal <laughs> cream pie. You know what? You don't want to tell everybody no, my dirty secrets. You know what? You need to focus on the, on the situation here. So now it's time for a couple of ghost stories. Now, I would like to start if I can. I think I did last time. I, I'm going to start again. I get I get oh, excited. Oh, oh okay. All right. okay. I get no, exci- no. You go first, really. I'll sit back and listen. Is that Ugh. sarcasm? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. All right. Nope, so nope. a couple things uh, um, for, for the Kissimmee area. First of all. Right by the courthouse is a little cafe, and it's called uh, Susan's Courtside Cafe. No, it's not called Susan's. Yep. It's called Susie's, right? Nope. That's what you wrote down. And we're going to cut this and take two and action. Yeah, just, just so you know, I did write that down, but I looked it back up, and it's Susan's. And action. I just didn't need to... Uh... And he keeps explaining. <laughs> and action. And... <laughs> Just start it right near the courthouse. Go. All right, all right. All right, so I'm going to take the initial lead on this first one again. I know I did it on the uh, first episode. Uh-huh. Um, I know, I know. Ladies but I get, first. I, get, I get excited. Whatever. <laughs> we'll do ladies first later. <laughs> so so two, two, two quick things I want to talk about, and then I'll let you get into the good Central Florida ghost stories. Um, the first one is Susan's Courtside Cafe. So right there. Like right down the street from the um, from the Osceola County Courthouse. Popular we judge about. and lawyer hangout. So if you're yes. looking for a good lawyer, yeah, yeah, go there. But go grab a couple. It's coffee. called uh, Susan's Courtside Cafe, and it's actually an old um, house that was built in uh, 1912. It's insane. That was renovated, and it is now a cafe, a very popular cafe in the area. Now, what's interesting about that? Um, is that there was a murder-suicide in the 1990s. Apparently, a that's husband and wife story. team... Uh, or uh, as a team. That, that's us. Uh, but it was a husband and wife situation where uh, I guess there was two kids. Or, um, is, I, right? There was two kids? I, I can't remember that. Maybe I blocked it out because that's a terrible story. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's messed up. But it was a murder-suicide situation. Husband comes home, kills everybody... Uh, hangs himself. I mean, and and they actually know where the you know you can go into the cafe and they'll tell you where the ah, yeah where the bodies were and where the hanging know. was. And no, I kind of do want to know. That's kind of my thing. So but was, so what's crazy about this place conflicted. though is that like they're um I mean it's like crazy activity when it comes to the paranormal. So they're they're constantly having dishes break. They're constantly having, and they actually if I remember correctly, there's two spirits. Mostly, yeah. right? The husband and wife. Kind that, of a good one and a kind of a naughty one. <clears throat> right. There's a um, they what they believe to be the female spirit, the the wife, which will um, if if something is close to the edge of a table, you'll turn around and come back, and it'll be pushed to the middle. Um, there will be like silverware or something like that that's like hanging out on the counter, and you'll come back the next morning, and they'll be put away, which is an ideal uh, haunting if I'm going to have one. Uh, but you have. To- <laughs> I welcome anyone that will unload the dishwasher. 
Oh, yeah, right? Why, yeah. why can't we have a dishwater <laughs> haunting? That'd be fantastic. You pay money for that. Then you, um, then um, there's also the negative side, which I believe is the the husband, um, where there's things that go crashing. There's yeah. um, a lot of breaking. There's things that... It's a terrible story. Yeah, they've gone through apparently story. tons and tons of uh, coffee mugs. Um, but there's actually, and you can go on... Um, there, there's a story, and I, I guess I could uh, link to it if I can find it again on, in the show notes. But um, they interviewed the owner, um, and the owner's daughter, you know, Susan, Susan's daughter. I guess they were backing out, and Susan's daughter yelled, "Wait, stop!" And you know, Susan stopped and asked her daughter, her younger daughter at the time, you know, "What? What?" And uh, she said, "There's a man in a, in a um, uh, you know, holding a kid's hand behind oh, him." And they look, of course, nothing's there, but the daughter swore up and down there was just a man holding, you know, holding a kid's hand standing right there. So, and apparently it was, it was a husband, a wife, and two kids. And so, yeah, it's pretty, pretty awful. Here's what's interesting, though, and I made this connection while I was making these notes before the show. Um, 1912. Yeah. So, 1912 was also the hanging of Eddie Broom. Oh, that's weird. Right. So, I'm wondering if that was... was like a... Well, it, it's just interesting that, uh, I mean, probably totally a coincidence, but you had the last hanging, which is kind of crazy. And, and there's the Titanic all, sinking. Also 1912? <laughs> 1912 was not yeah, a great year for everyone. Yeah, yeah so. rough year. So anyway, I, I just thought that was interesting. Um, next next one I want to talk about, and then I'll turn it over to you, boss, is the, oh, okay. um, the Headless Horseman. So yeah, there is like, a headless like horseman. Like hollow headless yes. horseman, but yes. for a different reason, right? Well, I there, can't remember that story, Sleepy Hollow. I don't, I don't remember what happened, and why he was headless, and while he was, why he was doing what he was doing, why he was throwing pumpkins, or is that just the Disney version? You're so pretty. What? That's a thing. We're not talking about that. Do you Head- remember that cartoon? It had goofy. Yes, we've we've all seen it. Oh God. <laughs> He was throwing pumpkins, flaming pumpkins. So I don't, I don't know why Sleepy Hollow guy lost his head. But anyway, headless horseman, Kissimmee, go. Mm, irrelevant. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right. So <laughs> my, Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> I'm so good at this. Yeah, you're, you're, you're doing awesome. Killing it. Um. All right, so the next story is the Headless Horseman. So apparently Central Florida has a Headless Horseman, specifically Kissimmee. He wears Mickey Mouse ears? No. No, okay, he doesn't. All right, I bet he does. So there's a Headless Horseman in Central Florida in the Kissimmee area. And I guess this was a this was like a, like a British soldier or something that was executed by, by some Spanish soldiers. Now, you can go and find the hanging tree. In fact, you can probably Google it and find it, the hanging tree in Kissimmee. And people see a headless horseman running around all the time. Now, why he's headless is that apparently they tried to hang him, and it didn't work. And so they had to bring him back down and finish the job by decapitating him. Oh, come on. He's so, dead. So now there's, a, a, there's an honest-to-God... Uh, you know, headless horseman that that travels or you know rides around, I guess, on his horse with a head around such a <laughs> Well, somebody's got a secret to go. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to. Um, here's the thing, though. There, it, it's it's a little overdone. I, I guess they have a. Uh, uh, you can go out there and see the see the tree, 
but if you actually go and see the tree, the tree itself is probably no more than like 100 years old, which is not during the time when the Spaniards have it. So, you know, in truth, there they, it may be a legitimate story. It's just that there's no actual hanging tree still there. Now, there is a hanging tree in front of the Osceola County Courthouse. There is, and, and that I, thing is old, so it's true. That is a I'm very big, I'm very old it. tree, and yeah. um, it was part of the, I guess, uh, part of the gallows. So, anyway, it was it was kind of crazy. People will tell you they, they see a headless horseman. I don't even know what I would do. You're driving down the street. You just went to Publix. You know, heading home, <laughs> and then some dude that d- seriously doesn't have a head is riding a horse in front of you. What do you do with that? I don't know. Use your turn signal. Honk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That would freak me out. That would freak me out. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Oh, I love when it's my turn. We got this cool book off of Amazon. It's called Florida's Ghostly Legends and Haunted Folklore. I know. And so it's just for South and Central Florida. And it's by a guy named Greg Jenkins. So um, he's got some really cool stories in here. I'm going to read to you one about a road. Um, A lot of stories in Florida, which makes it hard for me to buy some of the stories. Uh. It's, it's, you know, orbs of light. Anybody that's seen an orb of light, I, I believe you. I understand. But, you know, some of these are like varying encounters of an orb of light and i guess that just doesn't make me as scared it's not it's like poltergeisty scared i guess you know that orbs are like yeah you know stairs. orbs aren't scary to me at all. yeah so um but then other stories in this book are cr- way creepy like i just yelled out like oh my god this might be the scariest thing i've read so i will let you guess what scared me to say that well and for dis- full disclosure i um I have not read this book, so he it's doesn't not, know what's yeah, coming. So we're, so we're we're gonna we're gonna hear these stories together for the first time. All right. So Greg Jenkins, um, what I love this book because he breaks it down into sections. You know, Central and South Florida. Um, so some of these places are well traveled by. We've been down these roads before. Um, driven by these old hospital buildings. Oh, which, oh my God! Is they're my favorite stories. It's exciting. So I'm going to start in the city of Oviedo, which Oviedo is located um, kind of um, northeast of Orlando, right? Am I heading the right direction? Yeah, that's okay, right. Northeast of Orlando. So there's um, kind of a, a road that goes right through it, and it's you know, it's really it's really old. It's the main road that goes through Oviedo. Because um, Oviedo was first founded in um, 1875. First founded is not the right thing to say, but whatever. So um, Oviedo was founded in 1875. So it's not that old of a town, but it is. So there's some um, stories of lights and orbs and and that kind of thing. Some could argue it's swamp gas, which was the first thing I said when... I started reading, um, and then Greg Jenkins actually says people think it's swamp gas. So, <laughs> um, so we have, you know, we have those arguments. We're not talking about UFOs here. Oh, you know, come on. we're talking about ghosts. But 
when Oviedo was in its early um, stages of becoming a city, you can imagine this is the time of horse-drawn carriages and yeah, 1875, very sure. rural area. Uh, post-Civil War, I mean, things are probably still kind of crazy. Sure. Yeah, um, I mean, think like wood homes and it's a very small town that's starting to grow into a establishment. Yeah. So. You know, um, so around Oviedo, Oviedo, I'm sorry, um, farmers had celery fields. That's what it was known for. Celery? Celery fields and you citrus. You hate col- celery. I hate, I loathe celery. <laughs> um, I don't like the smell of it. Look, getting off on tangent, I hate celery. But according to the historians of Oviedo, a family tragedy took place in 1878. A widow, a very young widow, and her three young children were riding in their horse-drawn carriage um, early in the morning, and they were headed toward St. John's River, which okay. is a, a kind of, it's a big river that runs right through Central Florida. It's, it's said that the fog was very thick that night, and while they were traveling down the road, they, they got into an accident. Okay. Varying things on how they got in the accident, but... The mother was thrown from her seat, and she survived, but all three children did not. In a horse-drawn carriage? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, wheel breaks, it falls off the road, something like that. The kids are in it. They can get crushed or drowned in the water. That's right. Buckle up, kids. It's a terrible story. Terrible story. But anyway, lots of different particulars that have gone through the story, but... um, the main thing is the mom survived, the kids did not. So right. mom imagine? didn't live very long. She or she did and she was just very bitter. I don't know which one. Two two sides of that. But people say now that they see the kids walking through the celery field. Oh okay. come on. No. So, you know I don't like the kids it's thing. So creepy. So some have said that they've seen the kids and they're happy, they're skipping. Uh, giggling while others have reported that they've seen kids that are visibly upset looking for their mom which is just heartbreaking as you can tell but there's a story in here that a woman she was traveling through a veto she's trying to get to orlando to work which is common practice i mean Mm. people commute from there and she saw what appeared to be three kids in white gowns there Always we are with the white. white. There's no color in the afterlife. So they're walking in the empty field near the road. And this woman, of course, gets concerned because she's like, these kids can't be out here. It's like five o'clock in the morning. She pulls over, gets her car headlights pointed to the kids and she starts walking. While she's reaching the middle of the field, she starts to feel super uneasy, like this isn't right. And then there's nobody out there with her. So uh. she... Um, proceeded to scurry back to her car um, oh yeah no i'm out and was visibly visibly upset by the time she got back so Ugh, okay. um i didn't know that about Oviedo. i didn't know that we even had horror stories in Oviedo. <laughs> i mean i didn't know they grew celery in Oviedo. i know things so. we learn things we learn so the next two stories are about uh hospitals two old hospitals in central florida both located in the orlando area one is torn down it's kind of just an old kind of ruins hospital the other is still a working hospital oh so i know i love it 
Um, it's changed its name, but it's still it's still operating. The first one is the Sunland Hospital of Central Florida. I will say its name because it's no longer there and it's broken down. I'm not going to say the other hospital's name because that's not cool. Yeah, I don't want to. It's still pay. working. I don't want anybody to be freaked out. Cause... No, I just don't want to pay lawyer fees. <laughs> it's in the book. I'm reading straight from the book. <laughs> the first hospital that uh, we're going to go over is the Sunland Hospital. It's located in Pine Hills, and that is just a small city in Orlando. Um, so the Sunland Hospital started off as a, a, a state of Florida hospital and a department health hospital for those that were of special needs or, you know, severely disabled patients that couldn't take care of themselves at home. <sighs> you know where this goes. It always goes to the worst place possible. Um, it, there weren't enough people to take care of the patients. Oh, they weren't taken care of well. Right. I hate I hate stories like this. But um and there were kids there. Um sometimes they were just left alone for hours on their own. So it's not it's not great. But then they started putting violent offenders in there with the disabled people. Oh get out. Oh, yeah, it gets worse. Of course, there's tons of abuse going on and neglect and God knows what else. I don't even want to talk about. But um, it all ended in 1978 when um, a, a federal class action lawsuit was filed and Sunland had to be shut down. And I guess it was a chain of hospitals that slowly got shut down. And it, huh. there was like one in Tallahassee and one in Miami. And so... They got closed down. But the building remained. The stuff that's left, are, it's kind of broken down, but there's still some windows left, large metal door at the entrance. Um, Get to the ghost. I'm getting to the ghost. I'm trying to set my scene. Oh, my God. Scene. Think, um, think the old broke down hospital in American Horror Story season two. So, of course, people see strange flashes of light, flashes of light coming from the third floor. Boring. Um, but others have seen small children walking around inside uh, on in empty hallways or on the roof, enough to where people call the police so that they'll show up to check on these kids that are playing in the old abandoned building. Um, then there's one that is a hysterical young girl. She's been screaming from the third floor landing. She's flailing her arms, looking crazy like she's in pain. Oh, really? People run to her aid. When they get close to her, she stands up, still screaming, and jumps from the third floor. Stop. No. So, oh, could you imagine what's Oh, Are you kidding me? So when the witness like sees this kid go, they dart over there because they're like, oh, my God, she jumped. No one's there. Ugh. No one's there. They said that she has red hair, a pale green dress. Nope. Same same like same story from witness after witness. Nope. Um, no, so thanks. terrifying. So they can't, of course, get good records like from things that have happened there. So they can't like say that the, a kid jumped off the third floor. They can't. They can't verify this information. But that's a recurring thing. Like they constantly see this. People see child this. ghost jumping. People see kids in there and they're calling the police for help. Ugh. And there's there are people there, but the one picture that they did find of kids that might be dressed in pale green. Um, the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts used to go and help out 
and it it resembles the pale green dress that the Girl Scouts wore. Oh. So I don't know what happened. God knows there might have been a cover-up at some point. We're talking about the 70s where all serial killers came from. So, you know. That's a stretch. Oh, would you like me to start naming the act of serial killers (laughs) in the 70s? What the heck, 70s? You know, things weren't okay. That's what I'm just going (laughs) to. I'm going to lay it down. We had Jim Jones. We had cults. We had crazy stuff going. Things weren't okay in the 70s. There's still a building that's up, but it doesn't really have much in it. But there's actually been, like, the teenagers like to go in there, graffiti, hang out. Kids have gotten really hurt in there, and that's what um, started the demolition of the building. Uh, One kid fell down an elevator shaft, so they had to go rescue him. He probably deserved it. Uh, That's not funny. Dude fell down an elevator shaft, and it went through, the metal went through his spine and his side. So they rescue him. But while they're rescuing, some of the policemen were outside and they saw a kid peeking out the second floor and they thought there were more kids up there. Oh, come uh, on. Nope, nope, nope. Actual policemen have seen this. But happen. seriously, any kid that's like playing in an elevator shaft, like what were we talking about kids? Like young kids or old? Like, yeah, it's all like... of the, all ages. All ages all right. they're seeing. All right, so, take yeah, it back. it's terrible. So, no, no, um, I mean I, the one that fell down the elevator oh, shaft. Oh, he was 20. But What? Yeah, he uh, was no, I don't feel bad for that. <laughs> Damien. He, so they were just being kids. They were just walking around. He's 20 years baseball. old. I'm not okay, going to feel bad well, for him. He clearly was a young 20. Men do not uh. mature. I feel bad, and that's nobody deserves to fall down in the elevator shaft, no Whatever. matter what they were doing. Especially when it's something harmless, like, let's go into the creepy building and have oh, fun. Oh, let's figure out gravity. All right, whatever. You better. I think you should probably cut this. <laughs> 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 oh God! Um, all right, and so the last one is actually still a functioning hospital, so I'm not gonna say the name of it. Um, although it is listed in the book, so if you want to know what hospital, get the book. That's a little plug for you, Greg Jenkins, who I don't know, but I will say that it's a psychiatric hospital and has been since its inception in oh, the 1960s. Really? Not that psychiatric hospitals are more um, haunted than other hospitals. By by fact, I mean I don't think they're any more haunted. Just people, are, I think, are a little more open to seeing it, ah, right? Yeah, fair is that a, is that a good buy? Yeah. Okay. Right now, this hospital is a great hospital. I mean, it's it's one of the premier hospitals for psychiatric care. So there's all your hints. I'm done. But so there are some crazy things happening. Patients do not like to spend their nights on the second or third floors because they are woken by sounds of things moving around. You know, things moving across the floor in the dead of night. And a shadowy... Oh, God, I can't see it. A shadowy woman dressed as a nun walking around. Get out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't even say it out loud. Creep factor 10 bells. I can't do it. (laughs) Oh, my God. That just might be the scariest thing. It, it brings tears to my eyes. So it's a shadowy figure of a woman dressed as a nun. Yeah, no, 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 Why no. Why is no. she walking around? Okay. So anyway, they uh, the patients would be comforted at first because they were like, oh, there's like a church presence here. That, no, no, there's no church presence. There's no nun walking around the hospital. Oh. So, oh my God. 
Yeah. I'm so upset. Um, Other rumors of a phantom (laughs) doctor who could, um, who's checking and rechecking his clipboard while he's walking around in one of the closed off corridors. Um, um, Interestingly enough, I'm reading verbatim here. There's a nurse that says that there was a doctor back in the 70s who had a a death of a patient. He was really upset. He became depressed after that patient died. um, That he, it was rumored that he took his own life after that. Okay. So it could be him. So just kind of a trap soul, which totally, I totally get. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so it gets better. Hold on. I'm gonna There's get more? There. Oh, There's on. more. Okay, one more. One more story from this. Okay, it, you know, people say, like, wheelchairs go down the hallway by themselves, and they've seen um, things happen like that. But there is, the hospital legend tells it, the specter of a child has been seen from time to time in one of the hospital's de-escalation rooms. So, if you've never worked in mental health or a psychiatric hospital... Yeah, I was going to say, what, what is I'm, it, what I'm is I'm going to explain it. De-escalation room is when you have a patient that is harming himself or herself or others. This is a room that you take them. You... You restrain them, and they're, you know, they're leather restraints on the outside, but they have, like, a a soft inside. It's not, you know, anything barbaric. But they restrain them from, like, scratching themselves or hurting themselves. Like an old-school straitjacket? No, 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 no. They're, like, uh, leather bindings for each appendage. So, like... You would lay on a table, and one would be strapped to one wrist, and the other would be strapped oh, to another wrist. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, still yeah. in use in hospitals. Leather restraints, not as much, but, like, um, softer restraints may be used for patients that pull out things, you know, that are confused and disoriented hmm. completely for their safety. Big protocols on this. But anyway, I digress. So they, <laughs> So one of the things that they keep seeing in one of the hospital's old de-escalation rooms is a child kind of figure. So what they keep seeing is there's a, there's a small window in the door and what they see, um, and it's usually on overcast or rainy days that they see a young between 17 and 20 year old with stringy wet hair that falls over the forehead and partially covers the eyes. And the eyes are very, very dark and they never blink. So, you see this pale little face pop into the window, dark, dark eyes, wet, stringy hair. I'm thinking ring-like. Yeah, totally, totally the totally ring. Totally see it. Yeah. <laughs> so, the best part is that uh, one of the techs were walking around the hospital. He saw this, right, in the window, and he totally, like, I got to check this out, because what if somebody's in there, right? I got to well, protect yeah, my patients. Fair enough. So, he opens the door slowly. No one's in there. Then he's officially freaked out. He walks out. The nurse sees his face and says, oh, happened again? Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> almost everyone working there has seen the ghost oh, in the window of the restraint God. room. So, All right. No, thank you. Um, that, that is that psychiatric hospital with its hauntings. Shadowy nun. Yeah, oh the shadowy nun's a bit much. I can't. I can't with the nun. Like I, just the thought of you're a patient in a hospital, any hospital, and you see that figure walk by. What's under there? I don't. I don't want to know what's under there. I'm so freaked out right now. <laughs> it would definitely uh, <laughs> not work 
uh, well with your therapy, I guess. <laughs> whatever well with, I don't, I'm not even in therapy. Oh. I'm just, I'm terrified. All so right. anyway, those are Central Florida Horror Stories by Greg Jenkins. Um, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Greg. Thanks, Greg. Cool. Well, um, all right. So the next piece of this is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we went to um, one of the most haunted restaurants in Florida, and it's called Ashley's. Which and is also in the book. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. Ashley's is one of the top ten most haunted places in Florida. Uh, it is a restaurant in Rockledge, Florida, uh, Florida, yeah. which is near Coco. Um, it's in Brevard County, which is like due east of, uh, of Orlando. So you can make it um, there within about an hour or so of, of driving time if you were in the theme parks. And that's where we went. So... It's a super cool little place. It really, I really was. liked it. It really was. I really liked it. So uh, this is our recording, um, and uh, I'll play it here in a second. Tiana's uh, Tiana's actually uh, took the reins on this one, and uh-huh. uh, um, it was well, fun. Yeah, it was. It was. All right. So here it is. Hey everybody. Um, tonight we are at Ashley's of Rockledge. It is a bar restaurant that is in the downtown area of Rockledge. What are we? Yeah, Cocoa it, Village. It, if you would consider Rockledge mm-hmm. as having a downtown area. But so we tried last night. We went on a ghost tour in Kissimmee and we tried to hit a bar restaurant there, but there was just nothing haunted enough to catch our attention. So we decided to go north a little bit up into Rockledge and find the most haunted restaurant and bar in Central Florida. And that is Ashley's of Rockledge. That is right. Very famous. Very famous. So um, I'm going to give you a little bit history of what's going on here and um, all the spooks that uh, live here in Ashley's restaurant. We should go ahead and preface this, though. It's going to be another shitty recording. Yes, absolutely. You're going to hear background noises. <laughs> I'm here with my parents. They're staring at us like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> what the hell so, is a podcaster? Um, so <laughs> I'm just going to tell a story to everybody sitting at the table and hopefully entertain them a little bit with uh, what I've got to tell them. Let's do it. All right, you ready? So um, Ashley's Restaurant originally was called, this is all per their uh, website too. If you go to ashleysofrockledge.com, you can read all about their um, spook history. But originally, this was built in 1933. And as we look around, we can totally tell it was built long, long ago. There are railings, low ceilings, um, staircases that seem not, you know. Well, there's beautiful vaulted ceilings. uh, Yes, uh, plants hanging from the ceiling, windows hanging from the ceiling. It's a very cool atmosphere. There's a bar inside. There's a bar outside. Well, we should say the low ceilings that you were talking about, too, are actually the wooden um, floors of the wraparound second level. Yes. Well, there's two separate staircases. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... um, which the staircases come to play a little bit later. So. All right. But anyway, um, this was originally built in 1933. It was called Jack's Tavern. And um, over the years, the restaurant was named many, many different things. But in 1985, it became Ashley's Restaurant. So I'm assuming whoever bought it had someone they loved named Ashley, or she was actually named Ashley, or they just thought it was a cool name. I don't know. And not much information on that. But, um, so, it's right next to the train tracks, so when the trains roll by, you can feel the vibrations from the trains, you can feel the building moving, even, um, that's kind of like the, um... Yeah, Rock- Rockledge is one of those, like, old, you know, older train type of, um, yeah. towns. Yeah, and it's near the coast, so yeah. that's where, uh, cargo would be dropped off to move through, uh, Florida inlands right. and that kind of thing, so... 
um, that's where we're at. We're kind of just sitting in the middle of um, a small town next to the, the rail station. So, but anyway, so in 1934, the year after it was built, the body of a girl named Ethel Allen was found right um, right on the shores of the nearby Indian River, which is maybe a block from this restaurant if you go east. And she was brutally murdered, beaten and murdered right there, and they found her body on the, the banks. Oh. So um, they're thinking this was one of the last places that she was seen, so they think this is where she's just kind of hanging out. Uh, poking and prodding at people who come to eat and drink here. So. Well, she just got brutally murdered. She's probably thinking, okay, I could use a drink. Yeah. I'd be pissed too. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'd be really, really mad. So, um, anyway, she. Um, this is one of the, the places they think that her spirit is stuck. So, um, managers over the years have said that they've seen um, Ash or not Ashley, I'm sorry, Ethel, hanging out in the women's bathroom. Oh. So what they've noticed is either A, they're looking in the mirror and there's a ghostly apparition behind them of a woman dressed in 1930s clothing. Ooh. Or they're in the stall next to her and they see her feet. Oh, hell and no. And she has 1930s footwear on. And when they come out, there's no one else in the restaurant. Get out of or here. Or in the bathroom, I mean. So, like, they're just in the bathroom with a ghost. And they're like, can you, can you share a square? Yeah, I think I'm going to hold it tonight. No, <laughs> I can't spare a square. Is I'm that what it is, spare a square? I do. I was, I was trying for the side thing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not staying around. So we're looking actually at the door of one of the ladies' restrooms, and I'm wondering if that's the one that's oh, right behind There's only you. one way for you to find out. I'm going in. I'm going in later. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to at some point. So um, <laughs> a lot of patrons have seen her. They've also reported hearing whispering. So um, whispering may be in the background of their um, earshot or when the place is closed down. They have a lot of that where it's just um, they have the eerie sensation and then they hear this whispering or, or you know, moments of cold um, cold spots that they have to walk through to do things here. Um a lot of the things that we've heard before are things breaking in the middle of the night, glasses just being thrown off the counter, things being moved, um, and then like they'll set all the stuff up in the night, like the night before, and when they come back the next morning, everything's moved. Oh, so, yeah. There's that. So just typical poltergeist kind of um, experiences here in the restaurant. Um, the other thing that they've had are a lot of burglar alarms. So their security system goes off unexplainably uh, for no reason. So the police get here and there's nothing going on. There's the doors not open, nothing. But there's movement inside the restaurant enough to set off the, the motion uh, sensors. Oh yeah, that's great. So, um, but anyway, they've. Um, you're like we said last call. Like last call, and she's pissed. She wants another <laughs> drink. So, um. They've had um, some paranormal um, investigators come through and just kind of stay the night, use their EVPs, trying to figure out what these sources are. And everybody's kind of come up with their own conclusions. They said that um, it could have been a ghost from an accident on the highway in front of Ashley's or someone that was dead or injured on the train tracks. Yeah, lots of train um, track injuries. Others others believe it's a ghost of an elderly male employee that used to live upstairs back when it was Jack's Tavern. 
Um, and he expired, died. Expired? I don't know. That's expired. a medical term, I guess. Yeah, wow. He kicked it. Um, and um, that he lived upstairs, and so he's still like hanging around, taking care of business. So oh. there's some mixed reviews. They don't know if it's Ethel or this caretaker, but somebody's here. So um, they kind of challenge the patrons, like come in and see for yourself, see if you experience anything. Let us know if you experience anything and who this might be. So. Well, I'm drinking spirits. Does that count? Nope. <laughs> nope. But if you see a woman in 1930s garb, you either drink too much or there's a ghost here. Right on. Well, there it is. Ashley's yep. Restaurant and Bar, Rockledge. One of the most uh, haunted, uh, highest activity areas in yes. Central Florida. It if you Google it, you'll see often. it. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, Lots of Sightings, occurrences, experiences happen. I would, I would guess monthly because it just says it's highly active area. Yeah, so. well, once it's pretty highly active to me. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, now I'm looking around expecting some 1930s woman to walk out. But anyway, that's All right, it. That's, that's it Ashley's for Rockledge. Ashley's for Rockledge. Uh, of Rockledge and uh-huh. um, in another shitty recording complete. Yes. Signing yeah, that's off. that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So let me just say that I loved Ashley's restaurant. That place is awesome from the second you walk in. I I, I loved it. I mean, the like, it's a very cool environment. It to is. Man. The creep factor was off the charts <laughs> the second you walked in. Uh, it, it it's very old. Everything. The bathrooms are old. The stairs are old. Everything's yeah, about. It's, it's really cool. It's yeah, really, it really cool. Was. Um, I was talking to my dad today. He even asked me, um, you know, uh, about the pictures going up the stairwell because apparently those pictures fall down all the no, time. Yeah, we didn't, yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't brave the stairs. We were on the bottom floor, but next time we go, we have to eat. Yeah, but you did brave one thing, and that's because your mother made you. What was that? And we went to the restroom. <laughs> the, it's the, a big hey, deal. The women's restroom is apparently <laughs> supposed to be one of the most haunted well, the, places. The only reason why I went in there is because my mom would not go by herself, which is. <laughs> hilarious you didn't get that as part of the recording but that was the uh, behind the scenes (laughs) i loved it pretty good stuff so um yeah but let's i want to talk about upcoming shows because i am very excited about an upcoming show we're gonna do disney all right disney so we have an inside scoop to disney i don't want to give away any more information than that i'm just gonna say it's someone that knows the park very well the area very well, and all of its hidden little dirty secrets. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I can't wait. I, I'm very God, excited about this. It excites me more than getting that stuff out. So I can't wait to share that with you guys. That's I'm gonna be stoked. A good guest. I'm stoked. Um, also, in the next episode, you're going to hear the eulogy of Central Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a eulogy. It's your I turn. I do. It's my turn. I'm going to do a quick little snippet on Kissimmee and then kind of just spread out about the history of Central Florida and what we're going to, you know, how we got here today. So, but until then, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and on Podbean, or you can check us out on Instagram at Bring Out Your Dead Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Bring Your Dead Out. Or you can email us at plague doctors at bo- bring out your dad podcast.com. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the name of our podcast. Um, so plague doctors at bring out your dead pocket. 
sad. Forget it. I give up. Wow. You guys get the picture. Just yeah. email us if you want to. So until next time. Oh, we still don't have a. We don't have it. Oh, God. All right. Until next time, we'll report the dead that's already brought out. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> that All right, was terrible. <laughs> it's awful. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye. Enjoy the eulogy. Bye. Bye.